Repot It is presented by Rerouted. Rerouted is an online marketplace where you can buy, sell, or donate your used outdoor gear. If you have gear that's collecting dust in your closet or not being used anymore, please consider selling or donating it on rerouted.co. That's R-E-R-O-U-T-E-D dot C-O. Now, on to the Repot It podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Shoning. I'm your host here on the Repot It podcast presented by Rerouted. We're welcoming back one of my favorite guests that we've that we've had on the podcast and and someone that Rerouted has, you know, over over the past year or so gotten to gotten to know pretty well. We've done a little bit of little bit of advertising on his podcast as well. Mason Gravely of the Adventure Sports Podcast and Athletic Brewing Company. Mason, how's it going today, man? Hey, Brian, thanks for having me on. It's going great, man. It's going great. That's uh, We have known each other a couple of years now, so it's it's kind of cool just to stay in touch. You're on the West Coast right now, uh, maybe against your will in a couple of <laughs> ways, and I'm on the East Coast, and so it's, it's just awesome to be able to connect again and yeah, I, I tell people all the time about what y'all are doing at Rerouted, how much I love the idea and how much there needs to be something like this in the world, uh, especially with the explosion of outdoor gear. I know that used gear was how I did half my trips to make it affordable. And so and to this day, everything I buy is pretty much used. So um, love what y'all are doing. So thanks yeah. for having me back on. Of course. Well, we we love getting to getting to hear from you whenever we can. Um, you know, it's it's funny when we were doing those happy hours every week, you were the first person outside of outside of the the rerouted circle uh, that we invited to to come on to one of those things. And it went flawlessly when you were there. And then the next week when we tried, when we tried to do it again, there, there were definitely, definitely some hiccups that we, we won't go into. We had some, some folks join that, that maybe didn't have the best intentions and, and kind of, kind of, kind of ruined the, the format that we were going, that we were going for, but the, the time that you were, that you were on was awesome. And it definitely sticks out as a highlight for, for those gear house happy hours. But we got you on the podcast a little bit later as well. I know that Chap went on went on your podcast for uh, for a little bit there, and and we um, we did kind of a kind of a one for one last last January and February, which was awesome. If any of you listen to some of the adventure sports podcasts from you know this summer, the last the last six months or so, you might hear uh, a rerouted advertisement on some of those. I know that we I know that we did a a little program program with that, and and Mason was was awesome with that. We saw a, a bunch of people kind of coming to our site from from podcasts, and you know we we assumed a lot of those were from the adventure sports uh, community. So if any of you are here now listening, welcome. You'll you'll hear my voice, and then you'll hear another the other familiar voice that uh, that we've got here, Mason. I I brought you on because I wanted you to tell me about uh, what, uh, your favorite trip that you went on this uh, this summer or this fall, but but kind of this year. The last time you were on, we had you tell us about your intro to the outdoors and kind of what what got you into it. Um, I. I believe if I'm remembering correctly, that was an extremely long bike trip that you guys maybe bit off a little more than you could chew, but 
but definitely had a, a good welcome welcome to the outdoor moment. Now I want to get a little bit more recent. So what's uh what was your best trip that you went on this summer, man? I I, I already made the mistake of uh, the 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 rookie mistake of telling you the story before we recorded. <laughs> so I retell it in a different way. Um, favorite trip this summer, I was able to go to California a couple times. I was able to go up the East Coast to North Carolina a few times. Um, I was able to go out west in the mountains, but I would have to Colorado and all that. I have to say my favorite trip this year was Alabama. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people, you know, might not think about Alabama as an adventure destination, but I, I it doesn't I, pop up into my head as kind of the right. mecca of the outdoors that, uh, no, you know, it, a lot of a lot of other places, you know, you think of Colorado, mm-hmm. you think of, you know, the Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of great places on the East Coast as well um, that are really kind of outdoor, you know, a, a high concentration of outdoor enthusiasts. Yeah. Don't always think of Alabama that way. No, 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 no. I had never really thought much about it, but someone was telling me there's quite a bit of outdoor stuff to do. And I think I'm falling in love with as I get older, um, just the places you don't hear as much about. It's off the beaten path. You're kind of out of that hyper stream of, of coolness or hype. And you get to kind of just step out of that and not give a crap, honestly. And camp in for a few days, a few nights, actually three or four nights in Alabama was just awesome. It was the state park right outside of Birmingham. There was a big music festival we were going to. This is my brother's and a cousin of mine. We just made a road trip out of it. And um, it was just such a peaceful, wonderful experience. Well, not the music. The music was really extreme, Um, but the camping was nice. Um, and, 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 and that's, that reminds me last year, my favorite trip was a, a cross country bike ride. And people are like, well, what's your favorite part on that? And I said, the best state, my favorite memory walking away from that bike trip was Ohio going through Ohio and people just, you know, <laughs> Ohio is like Florida. People are, people probably immediately are like, that's a surprising answer. I, I wonder is. why it is. Cause, cause you expect amazing things out west i do that's always that's like the holy land to me you know or like alaska i expect amazing huge giant things um but it's when i'm surprised by a place that's kind of when i get the most excited or get the most you know the the best memories from it is when a place really surprises you and i think alabama this year and last year ohio the people the 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 attitude of, of just the general attitude of folks it's no one's trying to be super cool. No one's trying to go out of their way to, you know, seem like there's something else. Uh, it's just good people, cool places, beautiful, you know, quaint beauty. And uh, those two places to me have stuck out in the last few years. And I, I think maybe it's because I've seen so much of the West and done so much, or you just, like I said, you expect a lot. Um, but it's all those places that, you know, you don't think about much that I, I feel like I'm getting my best memories from now. So you guys were, you guys were headed out there for the music festival was that kind of the the point of the trip and you and you sort of decided hey we'll we'll camp while we'll camp while we're out there or was everybody that was attending attending the festival also also in the same yeah the festival was what we were doing but camping was like so anywhere i anytime i go somewhere like with athletic or for you know for work or for travel i always try to just you know add some camping or some adventure in there so you know, I, there's plenty, plenty of trips where I'll go and just make the adventure half of it. 
out of the framework of having to be there for another reason. So um, same thing with this trip for sure. That's awesome. I actually, I do the same thing uh, with golf. I'm a big golfer. I love to, oh. I love to golf. So anytime that Lar- I'm headed- large golf or mini golf. Well, both, but large okay. golf for sure. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard it referred to as, as large golf. I love that. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a large golfer. Uh, and, and it, it's something that it's so, it's so fun to kind of use that vessel as a way to see something else in, in a place that, that you're going. And it, and it seems like you, you kind of use, use camping the same way. Oh yeah. You, you need a framework to get you out there. And then you, you build the memories inside that framework. So if golf is what gets you to go somewhere, or if work is what gets you to go somewhere, that's just a framework for you to fit those cool experiences inside. So we talk about on adventure sports a lot, like you, you need the goal of the adventure to like get you out there. Um, But when you walk away, it's all these things you didn't expect to happen, which is the memories you walk away with, like the, the food you ate, the people you met, the wild stories that happen that you can't really prepare for. You just need to set the goal of, you know, biking to somewhere or walking somewhere or traveling somewhere to go play golf. And then it's all these other things that end up being like your favorite part. So yeah. And it's great to have that to, to kind of secure your plans. So why, why do you think Alabama and, and this trip stood out so much? Do you think it was because of the expectations? You know, you maybe maybe weren't expecting it to be to be as beautiful. And and I, as kind of a follow up question, what does that say about kind of your expectations leading into a trip and how they can kind of, you know, frame how you actually end up thinking about it? Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It was just you you realize that you don't have to, something I try to talk about a lot in business sports podcasts is you don't have to be in, you know, in the Alps or in the Rockies or uh, in, in, in these amazing places to have real adventure and to have life-changing experiences. You don't have to, you don't have to do the biggest trips. You just have to go out there and be willing to see things through a certain lens. Um, you know, I, someone rode by my house the other day uh, and I on a bike packing bike. And I'm like, Hey, where are you going? They said, going to the keys, the Florida keys. I'm like, where are you coming from? They said, Colorado. And I thought, Holy crap, this person is having an, a life changing adventure for them. It's some foreign land, Florida, you know, it ain't that foreign, you know, but, but it is a lot of people. It's pretty um, foreign. It's, it's pretty foreign. Yeah. For even the States. Foreign nowadays. But for me, it was right outside my front door. To me, it's a super familiar place, but to that person, it's a it's an entire adventure. It's a whole new world. And we don't have to feel like, you know, our routine is boring because to somebody somewhere, they have had a life-changing experience in the same places you call home or you call boring or you call your routine or your commute. Uh, and if you start viewing things like that, you can really start getting a lot of satisfaction out of just viewing life as one big adventure. And so I think why that's why these places are starting to stick out to me more is because um, you don't have a lot of expectations and you don't really know what's going to be going on there. Uh, You don't do a lot of research a lot of times. You you talk to anybody who's traveled around the world or done places, you know, done so much. They're like, there's the A-list of things that people hit, you know, I don't know, the pyramids, Rome, 
you know, Coliseum, there's all these things that everyone knows about, but there are lists and lists and lists of just as amazing things on list B, C, D that honestly is a better experience because there aren't as many people there or it's not as hyped or, uh, you know, a great example is the Colorado 14ers. Those are the mountains over 14,000 feet. They get so much attention that when you climb one in the middle of the summer, there might be a hundred people on one peak and 40 dogs and kids and not strollers necessarily, but just people. And that's great. I'm glad people are getting out. But if you're looking for that outdoor experience, it'll, it'll definitely take away from that. But right across the valley is a mountain a hundred feet lower. That might be a 13er. No one will be on that one. No one. No, there might not even be a trail going to it. Going You'll to probably I mean, there, have there a are. lot more fun kind of being you in will. your own space. You will. You will have a lot more fun, greater experience. So I think I'm really liking these places that, uh, that aren't filled with people just shooting for that destination. Another great example is the Louvre uh, in Paris, the, 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 the museum. It's enormous. It would take you like a year to walk through that whole thing. 85% of people go straight to the Mona Lisa and then leave. 80, I think that's the estimate, 85%. There's so much to see there. And if you just walk, I mean, there you can have entire rooms to yourself in that place if you just decide to go see some other stuff. Break, so break I, off from the like tour that. group type of thing, you know? Yeah. And you don't have to. like it, it, Those things, it's totally worth going to see the Mona Lisa. It's totally worth climbing a 14er. Um, but if you're feeling like it's just crowded or, or you're tired of that, it is not very hard in any anyway any location to just get off the beaten path just a step or two and you're in a whole new world and that's the same with our normal life like it's not hard to take one or two steps out of your normal routine to have a really amazing experience really close to home um i do that all the time i'll take a different way to to my my son to daycare or i'll yeah just go down a road i've never been or i'll just yeah, that, that's honestly a lot of what, how I explore around here. And I, and I just get a thrill out of exploring, finding something new and you just turning over all the rocks in your life. And, and there's so much, but you know, we, we get bogged down in a routine. I do too, um, to where I'm like, oh, I have to be in Colorado or California to be having an amazing adventure um, or uh, overseas somewhere, you know, doing something in Africa. You know, it's not true. You are, you live in a foreign, foreign place to everywhere else. It's a really, it's a really good point. Um, you made a, you made a point there that your home may be the destination for, for somebody else and kind of right, right in, right in your backyard, there might be these yeah. incredible, incredible spaces that you can go to. I, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest and in the Seattle area and you are 45 minutes to an hour and a half away from literally any type of outdoor experience that you want to have you can be mm -hmm. in the middle of the city and then in an hour you are in the middle of the forest in the middle of the woods um you know there's a there's a ton of incredible hiking trails and and places to places wow. to go up here that you that you just kind of don't don't really there's a lot more than mount rainier out here is is kind of is kind of the point and yeah. I didn't really appreciate that or even notice it in in a lot of ways until I I spent some time other places where it was it was like oh so you know we're not just like half an hour from the trailhead and we can't just like go go on a day hike you know on a on a whim that 
that has to be like a fully planned planned type of thing. Um, but kind of appreciating that and, and understanding that I, I think has been awesome. So this, this uh, music festival is in the fall. Who is your favorite? Who is your favorite artist that you saw at, at the festival? Oh man. My favorite artist dropped out me without you. They're a Philadelphia band. Um, I'm not sure if you know them, but, uh, <laughs> and then under oath is a, is a band from where I'm from in kind of Tampa, Florida area. And they're, they're awesome. So yeah. Um, it's me without using a little more indie. I don't know. I don't even know. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's cool music. And then, uh, then under oath is just straight hardcore and it was mostly hardcore bands, but yeah. Um, every time I die I was there, I'm trying to think like the other, I mean, we were just hundreds. Uh, yeah. probably, no, I'm sorry. Like 85 bands. Okay. So it, it was good. No, awesome. that's, that's awesome. We're going to wrap up here in, in just a few minutes, but uh, tell us, tell us what's been new with the adventure sports podcast. You know, oh. Some, some of your, some of your highlights from, from the last few months, and then we'll get a, a quick, a quick athletic update and we'll get you out of here. Cool. No. Um, yeah. Adventure sports podcast, plugging along. We have episodes every Monday and Thursday, just talking to people doing adventures. So um, we've had a lot of really cool episodes uh, recently. The most recent new episode was Monday, and it was a dude that named Luke, Luke Mel, who grew up in a tiny little village in Alaska, and he has done 10,000 miles on foot in the Alaskan wilderness, off-road, too, like off-trail, too, not even on a trail, just literally exploring, and uh, he's, he's documented it all, and we talked to him, so we get stuff as big as that. And stuff is, you know, relatable as how much can you fit into a weekend? Um, because that's what a lot of us, that's our limits. And, and, and I tell you what, you can fit a lot into 64 hour weekend, 5, 5 p.m. on Friday to 9 a.m. on Monday. If you want to take that full time to do something, I mean, international trips are in are in possibilities at that point. Um, but if you don't have that kind of budget, that kind of you know ambition, there's still so much you can do. So uh, I, I'm mostly excited to be bringing people um, more inspiration around what's possible for them to do with the time they have, the budget they have, um, and obviously gear. You need a lot of gear. And obviously what saves a lot of money with gear is getting used gear, getting stuff that people really don't need anymore or don't you're, want. You're plugging it for me, Mason. I don't yeah, even, well, I don't even have what, to... No. I don't even have to do anything here. Um, yeah, good gear no. lasts a while, and, and uh, you know, rerouted's helping people get out there. The the adventure sports podcast is. Um, I mean, you guys, you do such a great job sharing uh, sharing people's stories and sharing people's adventures. We we try to do oh, we try to do some of that some of that here as well uh, with with that focus, like you said, on the used gear. Speaking of used gear, Mason, what's uh what's a piece, what's a piece of gear that stood out to you over, over the last couple of years, last time you were on, you shared with us about, uh, a, an old orange, well, well loved <laughs> jacket that, uh, that, that you have, but what's, uh, what's another, what's another piece that stands out to you? Oh man. I've been, I've been wearing that lately too around with my campfire jacket now. Cause it's so worn out and it's been chilly here. So I wear it at night and have a campfire. Um, Another piece of gear for me that I love is my headlamp. I use, I mean, it's just so useful. I like don't even use flashlights uh, anymore. It's just like hands, I, anything hands-free, but I, I, okay. Favorite piece of gear right now. 
Um, besides that, are, are these, this is a, this isn't a plug because they don't sponsor me anymore, but Aftershocks headphones, if you're familiar with these, they, I'll show you, they, they go right here. Hmm. You can hear everything, but they're not in your ear. So interesting. I, it play, it like plays into your head. It's weird. You can hear it the same. I'm hearing you, but it doesn't cancel the noise in my ear. And so it's super safe to bike with. I'm, I'm careful about, like, I won't buy a kind of busy road, but if I'm on a gravel road, I'll, I'll do this because I can, I can do it with kids. I'll talk on mm-hmm. the phone and I can hear my kids yelling or, you know, something happens, calls at work, driving. It's just, this is my favorite piece of gear because uh, I sleep with these on. Sometimes I'll fall asleep and, you know, that I've showered with them because they are waterproof. Um, but it is so cool to be able to hear your surroundings and listen to a podcast. Um, and I, all I do when I'm not talking or working is listening to the podcast. So, um, so yeah, aftershocks, I love them. You know, I'm a I'm a pretty recent AirPods convert, and I have the AirPods oh. Pro where you where you can set them so that they'll they'll let a, you know other noise in. I don't I I don't totally trust it yet. It's the type of thing where I'm you know I'm still scared to <laughs> to kind of yep. use them out out in certain places because i don't know if i totally trust the kind of digital noise that's that's coming through or or whatnot but but i'm getting there those those seem that's like interesting a, yeah yeah i'm sure seem... i'm sure apple will come along and just do it way better than everybody ever could so then and, all these other things at, will be obsolete probably six times the price though i mean right. at, a, at a at a certain point it's like i i like right. my airpods pro i didn't love yeah. buying my airpods pro right um I don't want to, I don't want to take up too, too much more of your time here. I, I only, I only got that. I only got that 30 minute block. So I, I want to let you, let you go, but Mason, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, as always, it's, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Um, yeah. athletic, athletic brewing company. You can, you can do the, do the plug, but just what, what I'll say is, is it's been athletic has been popping up in my life uh, a number of times recently at different events. And, and it's always, it's always fun to chat with people about kind of their experience with athletic brewing company, wildly positive, you know, is from a lot of beer drinkers uh, alike, you know, like, like myself that love, love the taste of beer and, and athletic does a really, really nice job. So Mason, thanks. Uh, thanks so much for joining us here on the repot it podcast. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks Brian. And yeah, I, I couldn't say it better myself with athletic. It's like, uh, it's like aftershocks, but for beer, like you can have all the joys of drinking beer, but not the ne- any negative side. So you can quite uh, literally have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, uh, that's right. If anybody's uh, looking for looking to buy some gear, check us out at rerouted.co. If you have gear to list, please check out our app on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Thanks to everybody for listening. Hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Mason, until next time, man. Thanks a ton for joining us.